In this episode, we're going to be talking about the role of presence and being present as you create your future self and a business that you absolutely love and is successful as well. All right, let's dive in. Hello, beautiful. This is Brie Kirk, and you're listening to The Frequency and Flow Show. We've entered a time where more people than ever are being called to follow their own path to freedom and authentic creative expression. No matter where you're at in your journey, from an awakened purpose seeker to a true new paradigm entrepreneur, this show is all about raising your own awareness and energetic frequency and confidently taking the aligned actions that bring greater flow, abundance, and prosperity to your life and business. Let's dive in. Have you ever had the experience of just plugging away at some goal or project and, you know, maybe you're in the zone and you lift your head up and you realize just how much progress you've made in a short amount of time? That's like the most rewarding thing, right? Like you want to jump up and down and be like, yeah, look at what a successful, productive day this has been. On the flip side, have you ever had that happen in a way where after just putting your head down, getting things done, you lift your head up at the end of the day thinking you've just been killing it, you know, maybe at the end of the day, I should say, or at the end of a project, a month, a quarter, anything like that. And when you lift your head up, you realize that you've barely moved the mark or you didn't really make as much progress as you thought, or maybe you're way out over there in left field or somewhere off base completely. Lots of baseball references for me, and I don't even love baseball, but that's a (laughs) a whole other thing. Um, I've seen this happen both ways, where when you get in the flow zone and things just happen and all of a sudden you've created so much, it's a miracle that you feel like what you've gotten done in a day. And I've seen this on the other side where not even that it's forced, but you just chug along and you're like, wait, well, how does this actually get me to where I want to go? You know, you feel like you're like, hey, I've just checked all these things off my to-do list. This is awesome. High five myself. Uh, That's what I do when I check off my to-do list, by the way. I get really excited and high five myself. (laughs) But, you know, it it could go either way where you're kind of like, wait, well, how does this help me get where I want to go? Like, I might have checked all these things off my list, but like, how does this actually help me get to where I need to go and where I want to go? And these are both examples on the great side and on the less so great side um, is why it's so important to craft your vision, to know your vision, to speak to your vision, to remind yourself of your vision, because your vision is your North Star. And it's something that helps you get crystal clear on where you're heading. And if I'm telling you, if you're listening to this right now, this is probably nothing new to you, um, is having some sort of vision of what you are creating and where where you want to be. Like, what is that future self? What is that uh, that exciting version of your business where things feel successful and like you've made it? Um, in a traditional business context, you know, this whole process, this process is something that I've done with, oh my gosh, so many clients, different size clients, you know, from starting entrepreneurs to million and billion dollar businesses where we sit down for our planning process every year and it's like, okay, what are our goals? 
You know, what are our goals for the next year or the next quarter? And then from there we say, okay, well, where are we at now? Like what's happening now? What are, you know, if we're thinking about goals based off metrics, you know, it's like, okay, well, what's our goal for this metric? But okay, where, where are we are now? Uh, or where are we now? Sorry. And just kind of thinking, you know, understanding like, where are we starting now and where are we heading? And then from there, you have everything you might need to be able to create a plan to help you get to that goal. So that's a very like business, you know, like traditional business context and something that I've been doing with my own clients in some way, shape or form for over a decade now. Um, but, you know, that's really important. And I think that even though that creating a goal and doing an audit and creating a plan, like all of those seem very like, masculine, I guess, but I do think it's still really applicable, even if you're building a more energetically balanced business, because sometimes we get so caught up in doing things like getting into the day-to-day, those those to-do lists, like, oh, I just love checking off to-do lists. That's never going to change. I can tell you that for sure. But, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in like actually checking the boxes off our to-do list or for me, clicking tasks in Asana that we, we sometimes just get our eyes on that prize of like checking off that to do that list thing on our to-do list. And we miss the messages and the guidance and the, the things that are actually just right in front of us. You know, it's like we, you know, this has happened to me so many times before where I just see what's on my to-do list for the day. And I get so focused on checking things off that I don't see that, you know, little things like from a very practical perspective, like, oh, my client sent me this message and she actually doesn't want to continue with that project. Like, I won't see that till I'm, you know, done checking the thing off the to-do list or even, you know, that's a very practical example, but on a, on even more like, um, like spiritual or energetic example, it's like, it really is about, are you missing the messages that you're being given? Are you missing the signs? Are you missing the downloads? Are you missing the, like, are you, are you pushing yourself through things just to get them done instead of realizing that, oh, this, this doesn't feel very good to me. Like this doesn't feel like it's in alignment anymore, you know? And, and so this is something that can really be solved through presence And because I think we're just so, sometimes we get so obsessed with just getting things done that we don't stop to think or don't stop to feel. And we don't stop to kind of use that GPS of the goal and the current place that we're in and the plan. Like we don't stop to just take a look around and see like, are we actually making progress towards this goal or are we not, you know? Um, And I keep going back and forth between the more energetic and some of the more practical because I feel like These things are just so intertwined and so related. And whether you relate more to the energetic side or you relate more to the practical side, I think the principles are very much the same. And so pre-business crash in fall of 2020, you know, I was building a business, like I want to give you a very specific example of for me, like on a pretty big level of how this happened, Um, going back to that business crash I talked about where, you know, in what was it, November of 2020, I I went from having a year where I was on track to make six figures my first full year in business. And mid-November, by mid-November, I had zero clients and zero idea what I was doing with my business. If you go back a couple episodes, uh, if you want to get more detail, a little bit more details on that. But I was building a business based on what I thought people wanted. And I was hearing things like, you know, about 
what businesses needed. And I, I was taking action based on what I was hearing people wanting instead of creating from my vision for what I wanted my business to be. So I'm going to get even more tactical here in early 2020. So let, let me even take it back a step further than that. When I left my corporate life in 2020, or sorry, 2019, <laughs> I was director of data and analytics for a huge digital marketing agency. So it was actually stra strategy, data, and analytics. So I helped with the strategic planning, but then I also kind of married data with strategy. And I that was kind of the career trajectory I had been on for a better part of a decade of just being on the like the full spectrum of running marketing campaigns for big uh, businesses and big clients. And so when I jumped into entrepreneurship, I was an OBM, an online business manager. So I was getting a full view of what was happening in the business. But because I had that specialty in data and analytics, like that's just what I kind of gravitated to. And for me, a little bit of work would make huge results for my clients. And so I saw this as a need because I would do things for my clients where I'd create a dashboard for them or I'd help get metrics for them, like put metrics to things they didn't have metrics to, and it would blow their mind, like not to toot my own horn too much, but it was, they just had no idea sometimes even to do what to do with what I was giving them. And I was like, oh, aha, that is, that's what I need to do. Like there's a huge need here. I need to build a business around this. And so I, you know, changed changed course on what I was doing. And I, because I was like, oh, I can, oh my gosh, it would be so easy for me to create a lead magnet around this. It would be so easy for me to create an offer around this. And I was so intent on just creating or like, you know, I so focused on, oh, there's this need and oh, it would be so easy to create all of these like offerings and products and create the value, you know, the product ladder and like all of these things that I didn't really stop to like sit and think about, is this the business that I really wanted to have? <laughs> you know, like I had left my career because I had maxed out, like for better or worse, I'd maxed out on what I wanted to do. I felt like I had done everything I wanted to do there and I was bored. And in order for me to like take it another level required a whole different level of me, like learning and, and learning how to code so I could use like different coding language to get better data. And I was like, I just knew. I was like, nope, this is not for me. And so I left. That's how I got into starting my own, you know, kind of taking the leap into my own business. And then all of a sudden, I'm like knee deep in, I've created this lead magnet for marketing analytics for entrepreneurs. I had a product offering I was building. And then I had this realization where I was like, and this was in, so it took me, you know, this this was what early 2020 and I was doing like OBM stuff but I had this idea that I was going to just launch more passive products around data and analytics and all of a sudden I was like creating creating these things and I was like what am I doing like I didn't want to be doing this this is why I left that cushy job that I had was because I didn't want to do it and I just realized that I had become just so caught up in like oh, I could do this and it would be easy. And oh, it'd be easy for me to just build this. And I created to-do lists and I got so caught up in like, oh, I could totally build this out that I never really asked myself, do I actually want to do this? <laughs> like, is this what I want to do? And realizing that my intuition, my instincts, like the feeling in my body was like giving me a big fat, no, you don't want to do this. But I was so busy on the doing and the building that I didn't just, 
like sit for a minute and ask myself if that's what I really wanted to do. I I was looking so far ahead without actually being present in the moment. And I this is something that speaking of challenges, like in the last episode that I was talking about challenges that I come up against over and over and over again. This is definitely one that I feel myself butting up against quite a bit is like just getting so excited about getting to do things that that I don't just sit and like have a conversation with myself, with my intuition, with my guides, the universe. Like I don't ask them like, is this something that I actually want to do? Like, is this the business that I want to build? Is this the business that I want to own, that I want to grow? Like, is this, is this the service that I want to provide? Do I feel good about this service? Like, of course there's a need that was very clear to me, but like, is this a need that I actually want to fill? And if I had just taken a moment to think about it and to sit on it and just be present with it, I wouldn't have wasted months like building building out all these things that now are just sitting in my my vault of of resources that I have that I don't even share publicly online. I use them with my clients, my one-on-one clients, but I don't even share in public like out there anymore. You know, it's like we just like for me personally and this pro- might relate to you, like I get so obsessed with just getting things done that I don't actually stop. And get present and ask myself questions while I'm in a moment of presence and like feel into what I'm doing. So anyway, (laughs) that was a long, longer winded way of like, or I think that story is really applicable um, of just, you know, it's like getting focused on the things that you can do and getting focused on where there's a need instead of tuning into yourself You know, it's like you're doing everything right. You're like, oh, there's a need. Oh, people are asking me for this. Like, oh, I can do this. But it's like you're so you're doing everything that's right. You're you're following these best practices, whatever, um, in terms of building a business and creating a marketing strategy. But if you're not like regularly tuning into yourself and making sure that this is what you actually want to do, um, you might end up like me. So I did that. I'm like, great, I'm following all of these business and marketing best practices. And when I finally took a second to tune into myself, and this was kind of leading into this the business crash of, for me, my business crash of November 2020, I like once I tuned into myself, I was like, oh, this feels awful to me. Like, I don't want to do this. What in the world am I doing? This is absolutely not what I want to do. And that paired with a lot of other things that I described a couple podcasts ago, just with boundary issue, like not holding my own boundaries, taking on too much, and really being focused on creating a six, quote unquote, you can't see me because I'm on a podcast, but like creating a six-figure business, focusing on that instead of focusing on building a business that I actually liked, I created something that I absolutely resented, which was totally just that was my projector not self in a big way coming through. I just like hated what I had built, um, you know? And so this, like I said, has been a pattern for me, even, even before I went out on my own, kind of forcing my career and like forcing growth in my career without even asking myself if it's what I actually wanted. And so I really thought this was important to talk about because I think most of us have a situation we can think of where we were just so focused on getting that promotion, getting that raise, creating, you know, that that 10k month or 100k year in our own businesses that we don't really think about if we're creating something that we actually like 
and that we actually want to grow and that we are really that like tuned in with and feels good to us that we want to put that much energy into. And like, the, like I said, this was a huge moment of reckoning for me. This, I went from like, once I had this realization, it was only a matter of maybe six weeks or so, maybe up to two months, six to eight weeks where I had this huge moment of reckoning where I went from a completely booked out to zero clients. And it literally stopped me in my tracks, in my business. It was a huge shock to my system. I had to completely reboot. I had to take a pause. And when I finally was honest with myself, I was like, oh, I did not get present. Like I made sure to prioritize getting present with myself so that I could start again because I knew I wanted to start again and I knew that I could do things differently. So, you know, like I, I tell all of this because it's so important not only to just check in is before you're about to start this journey, <laughs> you know, whether it's starting your own business or taking a pivot in your business or taking the leap to build and scale your, you know, your existing business. Um, it's really important to continue to have moments of presence and to check in with yourself along the way. You know, it's one thing to say like, okay, this feels really good now, but especially for you like generators and manifesting generators out there, like it's going to, it's okay. I mean, it's okay for everyone, but especially with our sacral, our sacral beings, our generators and manifesting generators to make sure that you're constantly checking in with yourself every day and making sure that you're still on the right path. Like what you're building still feels good for you. Because if you do decide to pivot, if you're only needing to pivot, like, you know, you've only gone off track for a day or a week, that's very different <laughs> than if you're like me and you like literally built out an entire part of a business to just trash it all within, you know, a day or two. And so, um, constantly just checking in with yourself and making sure that you're on the right track is and not operating as that not self. So making sure like, is something you're doing, is it making you frustrated? Are you feeling resentful for it? Does it make you angry? You know, are you disappointed? You know, and making sure that, you know, do you feel those feelings? And does that mean, you know, like getting present either through meditation or journaling or taking a walk or, you know, just sitting in, in a, the shower, you know, taking a moment in the shower, like, just checking in with yourself and saying, do I feel these negative emotions? And having grace with yourself if you do and trying to pinpoint what that is and how you can make it feel less icky, you know? Um, I mean, and the thing is like for a lot of these things and even for myself, especially like there, there's likely years of inertia and momentum in some of these things. Like when I started really getting honest with myself, not just in my business, but in my like personal growth journey, they're, they're, you know, talking about just the career, like pre-business uh, that I had, like there were years of inertia and momentum of like things that I needed to reprogram. And so it's not something, sometimes it's not stuff that can change overnight, but just making steps in the right direction. When you stop and get present, that helps you create that future self, that business that you absolutely love. So make sure you have grace with yourself along the way because it might not happen overnight. So like how do you prevent this from happening again as you change momentum? You know, like when you realize you kind of hit one of those moments like, oh shoot, I need something needs to change. I need to pivot. I need to 
uh, start all over. Hopefully not, but sometimes that happens. You know, it's like getting present. Like, like I said, whatever works for you, you don't have to sit in meditation for hours a day, but like if you go on a walk, you know, start thinking, asking yourself, how do you prevent this from happening again? As you change momentum, as you make the pivot, as you decide to start over, you know, how do you, and even once you make, if you make a big decision and you pursue that decision, how do you stay present along the way? Like, how do you follow those better feeling emotions and makes take small intentional actions over time that are in alignment with that true north? So getting back to what I talked to at the beginning, like that, that vision, that goal, like what are you working towards? Like, what is that vision you're working towards? And how do you stay present each step along the journey? It's one small step at a time. And it's one small step at a time while you're being present. It's not getting way too far ahead of yourself in the future. It's not focusing too much in the past and coming back from time to time. It's like, how do you stay present right now, each step of the way that you're doing it and taking these small intentional actions over time? You know, for me, it was getting a consistent morning practice where I made, you know, created space every single day. And I still do this every single day where I just check in, like, how am I feeling about things? What am I feeling as a projector? My like not self is resent, uh, bitterness and resentfulness. And so it's like, what am I feeling bitter about? What am I feeling resentful about? And just journal, you know, it's either through meditation or through journaling for me personally. And sometimes I like to take a walk here and there and ask myself these questions, but like making sure that you check in with yourself. It's those small intentional actions and getting present every single day that makes the big changes. So one small step at a time, you know, it doesn't matter. Like the past doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you've been on the wrong path. It doesn't matter if you've been on the right path, but you took a step off of it. It doesn't, the past doesn't really matter. And the few, honestly, the future doesn't really matter either. <laughs> In that regard, it just matters where you're at and being intentional with each step you take along the way. So instead of just diving in and focusing on that to-do list, it's checking in with yourself each step along the way. You know, it's like it's building your business in alignment, like quote unquote, brick by brick. You know, it's like each brick, is this is this the right brick? Am I putting this brick in the right place? Instead of just throwing a bunch of bricks together and hopes, hoping it makes a house, you know, um, and not going in circles, you know, and because when you go in circle, like if you're not really paying attention to what that North Star, what that vision is, you're just going to go in circles and you're going to waste your energy going in those circles, going in those circles. And it's you're going to get burnt out. You're going to get annoyed. You're going to just give up on the things that you know are your path to pursue. So like I said, this so all of this really comes back to me, um, this intentionality, this presence is really about for me the like in um sorry in gene keys and human design it's like the radi your radiance sphere and really like tuning in to yourself or putting yourself in the right environments that help you stay really present stay tuned in with the direction that you're heading um, and making sure that you're on the right path with what you do uh, like I said, for me personally like the very tactical practice that I have is every morning I meditate, and this, when I started this, this spiritual journey of, oh gosh, I don't know how many years ago now, but you know, for me, I had a practice where I meditated for 10 minutes and then I free wrote in my, like just wrote whatever was on my mind for 10 minutes in my journal. And that's how I started. It was a 20 minute practice. And it just, that 20 minutes of presence 
just opened up so much for me. Like I feel like it helped me tune in so much into what felt right and like what was I trying to create? What was the life I was trying to create and how were the things happening in my life either lining up to that or detracting from that? And it really allowed space for my inner light to shine through. And the more that you tap into that inner light, the more, the stronger it gets and the more you feel it. Like at first you might be like, I don't understand. I don't feel this. But if you just give yourself the space, it allows that inner light to really brighten up and to shine through. So before I sign off on this episode, I just want to ask you, where can you build more presence in your own day-to-day that helps you stay in touch and stay in alignment with the reality that you are creating through your vision, through your dreams, through your manifestations? And how can you allow your own, give yourself that space and that presence to allow your own inner light to shine through? How can you slow down to speed up? All right, that's it. Catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Frequency and Flow Show with me, Bree Couric. I am so grateful you're here. If you like what you heard, I invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so others can find it as well. Head on down to the show notes to get links to all my content, including my free resources made just for you. I hope you have a beautiful day.